Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. We recently joined as a member and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot CEO. Don't forget to add the two-on-one podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of your application. Now get ready for the rest of the episode. Hey guys, how are you? Good. I, I'm pretty good. How are you? I didn't think my hockey fandom could get worse after last episode and hearing about Shea Weber, but here we are. And by the way, news of Deneau going to walk to free agency is somehow not the worst thing this week because Carey Price, and we'll get to it. But uh, I don't know how I'm going to do today. We have an action-packed show because we basically had a second trade deadline over the weekend with the the, the expansion, laugh, expansion lists coming into play and the roster freezes in effect. And now Seattle, it, the, they're, they're looking at players available. Their team is coming in. Again, more giant trades. You know what? Um, even some minor trades, even that kind of stuff. Um, nothing to the level of, of what was that goalie last week that you tried to open the show with? Dan? Dylan Wells. Dylan, yeah, Dylan Wells. Wells. For future so, considerations. Yeah. So we're going to look at some expansion stuff. We might just quickly do our own little Seattle projections, maybe towards the end of the show or end of opening segment, wherever we go right now. Um, or Adam, you know? I'm just, I'm really curious because you asked for an action packed. Yeah, he did. Yep. And you were given one. Are I you was. Impressed? I so I am, of course. You know, we Good. had like there's the high skin signing, there's like yep. the Aiden Hill stuff, there's there's Andrew Ladd. I don't think I've ever seen like normally you see a trade and it's like future considerations. The Islanders legit had no return. I've never <laughs> seen that for the Andrew Ladd trade. That's ridiculous. I, I think Cap Friendly was just as confused as everybody else. How do you not how do you just say hey? That's it. Like, okay, so what do you get back, Lou? Yes. Cap space. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't realize that was something they could do. I didn't realize you could just trade a player in picks and not receive anything in re- return. Yeah. Like, remember, uh, this was probably this was before we started the podcast, but Jonathan Bernie, when he was traded for a conditional seventh. Yes. That was hilarious we, we all knew no we all knew he wasn't going to meet the conditions wasn't it he had to play until like the cup fall like be like yeah. their starter in anaheim yeah. they it's like the cup fine it was like okay. yeah funny thing that was also gonna happen that was yeah. you know that's a funny thing about that what that was also a lou lamorello trade right his fingerprints yeah. are everywhere yeah all right so let's just let's just get this out the way Let, let's okay. just First off, um, it looks like Phil Deneau is heading to, we'll start with Montreal. After Montreal, we'll talk about the uh, Jared McCann trade, uh, and then we'll just go wherever Rapid the fire. world takes us. We yeah. will let the world dictate the show today. The transitions will f- will flow. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've been at my brother's all weekend, so uh, I've not really had the time to really, this is my fault to really kind of um, structure the show today so if it's a bit messy that's on me so apologies to everyone i forgive Um, you we will survive yeah considering that my favorite player of all time may be going to seattle yeah so 
I'm he's so just, tempted to leave this meeting. He's just I'm leave. kidding. I'm kidding. So Carey Price has waived his no move clause for the purpose of expansion for the Habs to protect Jake Allen. So Carey Price will be 34 in August. I think it's mid-August. He same month as Sidney Crosby. Fun fact. Wow. He has a 10.5 million dollar cap hit. Um, there's some signing stuff in there. It's an expensive contract. However, his here's what really worries Habs fans. So his wife Angela is from Washington State. On the off season, they live in Washington, and naturally, that's a lot closer to Van uh, to uh, British Columbia. He's obviously from Anaheim Lake in British Columbia. I, and not to mention he played for the Tries to the Americans in junior, so he's familiar. That's, I'm pretty sure that's where he met his wife too. Mm-hmm. So it's scary. It's also very scary. Something that, um, I'm, I'm, I, I, so his wife, Angela, who's very thinking on social media, very active, put this thing on her story. It's, it's Angela with the two, two of their daughters, Millie, Millie and Liv, adorable kids, saying, just checked my DMs. Tongue sticking out emoji. Don't worry, guys. Things will make more sense soon. And Habs fans and myself included are split down the middle as to how is that her saying, don't worry, guys. We're staying. Is it? No. I, I Like, guys, like, obviously, if Carey Price goes, it is like, especially if Shea Weber is gone, there will be tons of cap room for the Habs, obviously. Like, like, is there a reset now? Like, instead of a, like a, they don't fully rebuild obviously because they have a lot of good pieces in that. Like, Montreal are in a good position regardless of what happens. It's just, I, it's important, I think, when you talk about a team you cheer for that you make a bias very clear to the people listening or reading your stuff. I just want to, so just let me just excuse that the audio is kind of bad here. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to grab something very quickly out of a display case I have here. So, okay. Also, behind me, you see that there are two paintings or two photos. They're both of Carey Price, by the way. Um, also, um, one of the first times I lived in Montreal, I picked this up, and um, this is one of Carey Price's masks, actually. Normally, he, he, he actually bids them off at the end of the year. Um, I know a collector who used to work for the Habs. Um, so, you know, I love him. <laughs> Oh, is this I know how Penguins fans feels. Hmm? You're, this is you explaining your bias. I, I, no matter what, I say this a lot. You guys know me. I'm a dramatic person. Like, it's signed too, by the way. Like, yeah. I, and I've, I've put this on before, I'm not going to lie. Um, this is the mask of his I'll get tattooed on my leg. I love hockey, and I want to talk about hockey for a living because of Carey Price. And no matter what happens, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm feeling like I'm going to cry right now. Um, I don't think my fandom for this team will ever be the same. And I will never, ever forgive Mark Bergevin if they lose Carey Price. Yeah. I will never do it. I, I, I want to talk. I want to talk about that at some point. Uh, I, I want to bring it up now, though. Uh, we can do it now. Whatever. If, we, we if he gets claimed. Yes. That has to be the biggest L for Mark Bergevin as during his tenure as GM of the Montreal Canadiens. Could you that, imagine if Price and Subban get claimed, by the way? Oh, that'd be hilarious. And they win that'd a cup in so Seattle? so ironic. 
Yeah, that would be great. You know, just the weird thing for me now is, again, it's it's that pattern we talk about with Mark Bergevin where we applaud him for what he's been able to do. And then these things happen because it's so weird to me now that I know we knew about the injuries. We knew about what was going to happen with some of the contracts. But it's it's really eerie to me that in maybe, what, a week, a few days after the Cup, that everything's unraveling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, by the way, yeah. Dino's going to free agency, too, apparently. Just throw that, throw that out that, there. Jonathan, I know Jonathan Drew, and that was something <laughs> that we don't know what's going on with that. I know he was exposed as well, but it's just a lot of things that I'm finding now with what was the core of this Montreal Canadiens team. It's just like suddenly it might look so different next year. Yeah, yeah, I know. This might be if Carey Price gets claimed, this might be the the worst month in Habs history. It honestly might be. At least they got something for Wah. Yeah. They will get rid of their franchise leader in wins, games played. He has every goalie ex- like goalie record in Montreal, maybe except for playoff wins and shutouts, because Haynesworth played in like the days of of like shenanigans and has 75 shutouts. This is not even real. If for nothing, they could lose him. If he does get claimed, there and, and I mean I would throw the we, biggest tantrum known to mankind. We we can have a discussion. We can talk about if we actually think he's gonna get claimed in a bit. But Mark Bergevin does not sign an extension if Gary Price gets claimed. If Molson because there's word that maybe there's something for president of hockey ops, like in a cupboard somewhere. Yeah. If they lose him, take it and burn it and fire yeah. him and, and his staff. I don't care if Melon B's done something wrong. I don't, if Trevor Timmons doesn't have it. No, he's gone to um, that. Not the security guy. He's pretty cool. And he's been around since like when they were winning cups. So he's cool. Uh, they, may, maybe even Madame B. No, we like Madame Bebo, but like, that's, that's, that's where we are. Right. No, no, that's fair. That's, uh, that's fair. Like uh, the, I, it's just insane to me that you're trying to like, you're so set on keeping Jake Allen, unless there's something going on that the entire fan base does not know about, which I find, I'd find highly unlikely because there's never seemed to what yet. Like Montreal. Like nothing will come out, but it's just to me, it's like you 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 don't think we notice if something was off between Carey Price and the Montreal Canadiens, like the the management. I, I just I, I don't see it. Um also to keep it to expose him, to ask him to waive the no move clause to keep Jake Allen to me, and then Carey Price gets claimed to me is inexcusable because you're telling me there's no Jake Allen replacement in free agency. I thought that too. That's you're thing. Slav Halak for the love of anything. There are, do you know how many goalies there are this year? The there's market is going to be flooded with them, especially gold. Like there may be, there may not be one a goalies, but there are plenty of goalies who could literally substitute Jake Allen and to go like to go out of your way like this to take the risk it just to me doesn't make sense 
naturally, if you're Carey Price, like it's a if he gets claimed, it's like okay, I'm closer to every member of my family in every way possible. Right. What looks worse on Bergevin is everything he did over the summer last year was because Price and Weber said, "Buddy, we need some help here." The entire direction of the and like again, they're in a good spot, like regardless of what happens. But like again, you went your whole thing off of like and and everything Price and like Bergeron has gone off about how he nearly he nearly worships the like the ground that Weber and Price walk on. I I do the same with with Price. I'm not gonna lie, but but still, it's like the direction he's taken the team and sort of the sidestep they took in, in instead of just doing a full rebuild was was Mike. How dare you text me? But was because it was to be done around those two players. Um, and it's just, I just don't want Bergevin around this team. I'm so, I'm fed up with him. I've everything that, like, uh, when I've ever said something positive about him over the past few months, it's just been immediately, I want to take it back. I want to go back to, to again, I want to go back to the video. I hate living by a highway. I hate it so much. This is terrible, guy. I'm so upset. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rant anymore. This. It, I think we've said everything we need to say. Um, I guess we can go to the discussion of of, of do Seattle take him? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you? What What do you think? I, I want you to start. Okay. So, if we look at this in black and white, he yeah had an amazing playoffs. Um, regular season, going back to 82 games, 34 years old. Unlike Flurry, carries had a, a few more injuries. Remember when he like missed an entire year? I did. Yeah. It was a bad year. Subban got traded because of it. Um, <laughs> this team is too much. Um, uh, and, and you think, okay, he has five years left. Um, there's salary, there's signing bonuses in there. And again, they go like Francis, I think it was the day of the roster freeze had that big sort of, there was all that discussion about how important cap space is. Do you want to commit that much cap space for that long in a, in for the next few years is going to be a, a, a flat cap era. Um, now, however, there is the side of it's carry price. Like that's, your next star. That's the guy how Flurry gets his car commercials and that and his donuts. That's care. And he can get like a fast pro shop thing. I don't know. He can, whatever. They can figure something out. And it's, again, uh, yeah. The, like, yeah, go, go on, ahead. Dan. No, no, go sorry, ahead. sorry. <laughs> no, I'm um, just, yeah, okay, go. Sorry. <laughs> you should, okay, Alex, go, 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 Alex. No, I was just, I was just going to say, like, I just could. It's not, I guess, about money because I think it's very well known that the owners in Seattle are more than okay spending up to the cap. Uh, I think we've had that discussion a few times. But again, like Adam, you said, do they want to spend $10.5 million in a flat cap where, you know, he has five years left? Yes. Uh, And we're talking at least the next three seasons could be flat cap. That's more than half of that contract where it's 10 and a half million. And he's 33. He's going to be 34. Like, and, and listen, I'm not saying he's going to de- completely decline, but the thing is, is that with Carey Price, we know if Seattle makes it to the playoffs and Carey Price is on that team, that's when we see prime Carey Price. And their division sucks. I mean, this we literally sucks. just saw it this in this year, right? 
this is yeah, this is six minutes ago by from Pierre Lebrun. Uh, for those pondering the idea of Seattle selecting Price only to trade him back to Montreal, the Habs throwing picks assets at Seattle for the Kraken to retain his salary. Um, and I would assume that the teams would know this ahead of time. Um, they're both like Francis and Burry have been around a long time. Hello, Mike Rottweiler. Good to see you. Um, the NHL has informed both clubs that is a total no go. League considers that a clear circumvention. I yeah. love that they care about cap circumvention all of a sudden. Thank you very much. So I believe this is a rule. I this is a rule. I because I I was reading about this this morning because someone uh, tweeted about it. Just a comment. Um, you cannot trade a player back when in terms of expansion. You can't trade a player back to the team within the first year. Is my understanding of of the rule. Um, um, the one thing I wanted to add there was when we look at expansion or we look at a new franchise that we, I know that we, we look at like the flat cap and everything, but if I'm an expansion team, or if I even look at the Winnipeg Jets example, I want to hit the ground running. I think that the Vegas Golden Knights have really set that standard. I think with any sport, when you come in as a new team that we're going to do whatever we can. So I just don't understand like this whole thing where, why not? Like, why would you not take someone like Harry Price, who still is arguably one of the top five? And I'm I'm saying this as, in in a, you know, in the most rational sense, you in a way know. where if you want to build a team, like, why would I want to go for anyone else if I could get this? And like the market, like the market value you can have with that in terms of advertising, in terms of having someone like that, like, why would you not take him? Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, also, something breaking, and we'll end the Habs talk with this. This is from Jonathan Bernier of the Journal. Not that Bernier, the reporter. Um, it looks like Deneau does not expect to re-sign with Montreal. He's looking for a five, six-year deal with the AAV as $5.5 million. Didn't they offer that to him? Apparently. So is the offer now not on the table? Um, well, apparently there's just been no communication at all. Um, where have we heard this before? Bergevin sticking his back up. Remember that ESPN agent poll when they're like, Bergevin's probably one of the worst negotiators to deal with because he takes something so personally and is so back against the wall with stuff? That's very good. Right. It, it's starting to bite him in the ass a little bit here. Please, please take Druin. And not in a bad way because I love Jonathan, but take Druin. Call them. Make a side deal if you can, and do not lose. You're the best hab since Patrick Waugh for nothing. Do not do that. Please, I, I am begging you, do not lose Carey Price for nothing. 300-plus wins, like 700 games played, 40 playoff wins plus in there. Don't do that. Don't do that. Ridiculous stuff. I, I can't. Again. All right. Moving on, though. The Leafs have acquired Jared McCann for a pick. And ah, why can't I say it properly? Excuse me. How do you say his name again? I don't know why. Jared McCann? Jerry, yeah. No, not Jared McCann. The, um, Philip Hollander. Oh, Philip Hollander. Philip Hollander. And the yes. seventh. I actually found so, this trade really funny. So isn't it basically the way I saw the Hollander deal is, is the Leafs technically don't give anything up because they're all assets previously acquired from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't know what's with the Penguins keep getting back 
guys they already traded to Toronto. Like yeah, yeah. in like the same kind of like trade tree for his captain and now it's Philip Hollander. Oh, and what was the other one I that mean, we looked at are as weird. well? Even even yeah. even with Hextall. Um, so before I throw this over to Alex here, the way I, I kind of look at this trade is it's it's almost like a safety net as as in the way that no matter what Kyle Dubas has sort of secured a third line center, even if it's Kerfoot they take, they got Jared McCann, who apparently can do some work on the power play, from what I understand. Um, or again, it's Kerfoot, and we all remember how good he was in the playoffs. Um, Alex, what do you think of the deal and um, how you kind of see the expansion draft going for Toronto with this as a sort of shockwave? Um, I, I, I like the deal. You're not giving up anything serious. Um, I mean, you can say they're, the cupboard isn't exactly full in Toronto, but I do think that's what happens when you have like eight or nine guys come up all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's just something that, that tends to happen. Um, I didn't really have anything wrong with the deal. I think exactly what you said. It is a safety net in a way. I'm just, I'm not a fan of what they did in terms of the expansion list. Mm-hmm. I think no offense to Justin Hall. And listen, uh, we've given him tons of credit on this show. I just think that you finally, you, you can find a Justin Hall replacement. So just quickly, uh, the official protected list for the Leafs, they're all available if you go on to the media.nhl.com for anyone wondering. Uh, yeah, they went four on four uh, for the skater. So it's Jack Campbell, the four defensemen, Riley Muzzin Hall, uh, Brody, the four forwards, it's the big four. It's Tavares, yeah. Nylander, Matthews, and Larner. Which is literally what we predicted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the thing is, at the time, it wasn't, oh, yeah, we just got Jared. We just traded for Jared McCann, but we're going to leave both of them at exposed. Like, that's where it gets confusing for me, where it's like, well, you have the opportunity to now not have to go out in free agency and acquire another, pl- and acquire another player. You've now traded for a guy that you clearly like. Like this, it seems like McCann has been linked to Toronto multiple times over the last couple of years. And I just have to wonder would this deal be available after the expansion draft? Or was this simply a we don't want to lose McCann for nothing? But now Dubas is saying, yeah, that's fine. It's a safety net for us. That's what it looks like to me. And it's like, well, if you could have made the deal afterwards, you should have. Um, just but, curious. Yeah. I'm just going to look up who Pittsburgh still have available. Um, because they've elected to... So Pittsburgh's list, for anyone wondering, Jari, Matheson was... What? They protected Mike Matheson? You remember... Yeah, because remember he he had that reemergence into like a what reemergence. Well, what <laughs> reemergence into like he actually played like top four minutes and he was actually pretty okay. Like Cody CC as well. Well, anyway, yeah, but then Pedersen's exposed. Well, anyway, so it's it's Jari Matheson, Latang Dumoulin, then it's Russ Malkin, Kapanen, Getzel, uh, Carter, Bluger, and some guy named Sidney Crosby. So there, I, I guess. See, the thing is, Pittsburgh have so many guys that you could see being taken, aka Zach Aston Reese is a good player. I like that player. Um, like Casey um, Casey DeSmith's another one. Um, Mark Freeman. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, like Jason Zucker and Brandon Tanev. Tanev's deal's a bit mad, but like, 
those are good players. So I, 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 that's weird from Pittsburgh. Like they're, they're, their expansion stuff overall is, is weird. By the way, I called that Carter was getting protected. Yeah, I called you did, it. You did, you did. Um, one good thing going for me in my hockey <laughs> fandom this month. But um, yeah, that, it's, it's weird from Pittsburgh's stinky point of view here. I guess they just keep losing trades against the Leafs. In my opinion, like it, it feels like it's lose, lose on Pittsburgh side of things in the expansion draft too. It's, it's really weird. I think a, a big thing, and I've, I've been like looking at this online where you look at schemes when it comes to what your lineups are going to be like. And I think that where they are right now, you still have that huge emphasis on you. Once you find wingers and I'm thinking mm-hmm. of, you know, t- uh, Teddy Booger who got resigned, or you look yeah. at someone like Brandon Tanev who goes up and down the lineup. He sometimes plays on the top line. You you go with those guys like you know you have that Chris Kunis Pascal Dupuy type of guys where if they fit somewhere on a Malkin or or a Crosby line you you stick to that and I think that that was what they wanted to go for because I think that's the history of the, what the Penguins are when they lose someone like Jared McCann is that bottom six is always ever changing for them. Hmm, that's true. Um, anything else on this, guys? You want to talk about Leafs uh, trade expansion Pittsburgh? Jared McCann. I'll tell you, I'll see this first. Would you guys rather Jared McCann or would you rather Alex Kerfoot? Alex first and Daniel. Jared McCann. Jared McCann. Okay. Uh, Daniel. Jared McCann. Because I mean, I, at first I was kind of apprehensive about it, but James Myrtle really convinced me with his it, article in the athletic. He was Vancouver, right? Vancouver, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Florida, he he was part of was he not part of the Eric Branson trade? That's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, he was. He was um so fun fact, he was the draft pick that the Canucks got in the Ryan Kessler trade from Anaheim. There was that stink with him where it was like he was about like you know Vancouver get ripped off and I don't think he ever quite went into this top six stuff I think people expect to do, but he's really sort of changed his game around. Um before going, I probably should have done this earlier, but this is Montreal's protected list. Um, Allen, Petrie, Edmondson, Sherratt, uh, forwards to Foley, Lekkinen, Kokaniemi, Gallagher, Evans, Anderson, and Armia, which was an interesting one. Um, but after all the news about who was getting exposed and that, I thought that was um, kind of expected. Um, I guess good faith to Armia because I guess I want to bring him back. Or apparently Edmonton are in on Armia after if he hits the market because they're interested in everyone. Right. They're going to give him $4 million. <laughs> Man, if Armia was a little more consistent, then sure. But um, again, he's good for about a quarter of the season. The rest of that, he's just kind of not noticeable. So a three-way trade happened. That was pretty sick in the midst of the roster uh, freeze. One of our guys. Yes, indeed, one of our guys. Um, And in this sort of shenaniganry, again, Nashville, another three-way trade. They've been part of a few notable ones. And I think they're still on the losing end of it. Because I don't think people have really talked about how bad the Ryan Ellis trade has been. That's just me. So Vegas, in the process of this, have flipped Cody Glass. So of their first draft, all three of those picks are gone. Brandstrom for Stone, Suzuki for Pacioretty, thanks. Um, and now this trade. In exchange, within this trade, they walk away with Nolan Patrick. Former second overall pick. He's had some injury problems. Probably the best thing to sort of walk away and a new start for both teams. Nashville um, also receive in this deal. Yeah, again, they get Cody Glass out of this. 
which is good. They want centermen. Uh, Good trade for them. They need them very badly. And Johansson and Duchene, I think, are both exposed in the expansion draft. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I guess the the big piece, which is really funny out of this, because Nashville protected five defensemen. (laughs) Maybe we can look at their list again in a second here. Philip Myers. So Ryan Ellis got them Cody Glass and and Philip Myers. Like, it's not bad, but it's just – like good for Philly and all this that they get there. Well, they get Ryan Ellis obviously from right. this, but I, I just thought if, if somebody really got bit from expansion here, man, Ekholm and Ellis, and you know, we get a first out of that. That's bad. Yeah, I think what they really went for with this is Nashville realizing that they wanted youth, but guys who, in a way, like what I said before, like uh, the way that market is, they always have to show a certain type of success. Like I don't think that. I don't think David Poyle will survive there if they were to go through another real, like if they go through a real rebuild. I don't know about that. I, I don't think so. He's been no, he's been, man. he has, he, is he not the only general manager? He is. It he was probably. because what happened what was I mean? Wimber when they kind of had that, that bad, bad year and Mary Barry Trotz was like their only coach in franchise history. Yep. So like, I'm just thinking of that as one example where they're going to let him go quietly if they go through something like that again. So I, I would compare this to like the Anaheim situation, right? Where they kind of want to get young guys, but they want these guys who are to a certain extent ready to play in the NHL. But again, like it is a weird one because you are really hoping on an extreme sense of upside from both of those guys. That's the thing is to me, the return seems low. So let's remove Nolan Patrick from the situation because he's in Vegas, right? They pick up a centerman. We said they need center depth. I mean, it's part of it. But so if you look at it from Nashville's perspective, it's Philip Myers and it's Cody Glass. Cody Glass was scratched in the playoffs. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember it, that weird transaction that sent him down to the Henderson Silver Knights? It, it was just the weirdest transaction. Yes. So they must be so high on Cody Glass as well as Philip Myers. Like, I'm not saying they're bad players, but Roman Yossi and Ryan Ellis were one of the only bright spots to me this season for the Nashville Predators, like the defense core in Nashville in Yossi Ekholm and Ryan Ellis were pretty much, and UC Soros towards the end were the bright spots of this, of this team. And then you get that in return. Especially like Philly had just apparently because they couldn't get Seth Jones to commit long-term. Right. They must've circled back to Nashville. Maybe they had both right. roles in the year. We don't know, but they, Friedman report was it Friedman who reported Philly had interest back so. around the trade deadline. Him or Saravelli? Saravelli wow. has had had a hell of a weekend, by the way. Yeah, he has been going after it. It, it just seems low to me. Like Same good, thing. good on Philly, right? Because we've said they maybe have gotten their Matt Niskanen replacement, as Mike would say. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> but who knows? I guess we'll see. Like the thing is you gave up Philip Myers and then you plug in Ryan Ellis. So you still have to go find, not necessarily have to go find a Philip Myers replacement, but you do have to plug someone into his spot as well. And you know what? Uh, Fab, by the way, not looking at Nashville side of this, uh, Fabro has the time to really step up now. 
and really uh, become the defenseman we all knew or think he's capable of being. Uh, he is one of the protected players for Nashville. Goalie, UC Saros. The forwards, Luke Coonan, Tanner Janot? 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 Never heard of him before today. Uh, Philip Forsberg and the five defensemen, Myers, Yossi, Fabro, Ekholm, and Alexander Carrier. Lovely. What a weird list. That's oh, got to be the only time in history uh, that it's been five five defensemen. You, you know how we always talk about we have our quote-unquote all-time names list? Like like all, all-time all names list team we always come yeah. up with every year. Like yeah. Jakob Forsbacher Carlson yes. as one example. I think Cody Glass and Luke Kunin should be added to that team. I think they're second all stars. The second no, all second team. all stars Not first, okay. but they're second all teams. The amount of times you've mentioned those guys. Oh yeah. Well, Glass should have played in the playoffs, but apparently not because Mo Carey had to get it. Weird situation down the middle in Vegas. They desperately, desperately need cap space to make a move. They're going to be making some moves. Another move we can talk about though, but this has to do with the Islanders and the Coyotes. The Coyotes need draft picks. Uh, the Islanders need cap space, and they came together, and I feel like at the end of it, everyone got what they wanted, but I think Arizona definitely won this deal. They will. The Coyotes receive Andrew Ladd from the New York Islanders, the, basically the dead contract. He will apparently have, he'll have the chance to play, um, but it won't be guaranteed. A conditional, okay, a 2021 second rounder, a 2022 conditional second rounder, and a 2023 conditional third rounder. This next tweet is from Arthur Staple. Conditions on the 2020, 2022 second rounder going to Arizona in the lad deal. Coyotes get the better of the aisles, two 2022 seconds. Um, Either the Isles own or Colorado's from the Devon Taves deal. I believe another condition is actually just based upon if he plays a game. Um, but this is all from the Sportsnet article. Three picks, the Islanders get their cap space and no return, which is hilarious. If you didn't think we were in a dead cap era right now, uh, we are in a dead cap era where three assets, nothing in return. I mean, it's just, it's a horrible look for the league uh, in my, not like just how do you, how, how is this happening? That's Lou being Lou. No, no, it's not the, the trade, the the trade's clearly legal. It's just that I, at least once in off season, we have a dead contract being traded and it's just not a great look for the league. It really isn't. No, but it's great for the Islanders in this case scenario. They get rid of, uh, five and a half million dollars of cap space because I believe he's not he's not on LTIR. Last year he played like one game in the AHL, mm-hmm. um, so that does free them up to go after some people in free agency as well as sign their own free agents like Anthony Beauvillier, Adam Pellick, and and Ilya Sorokin. The Islanders are have a weird mm. weird off season so far that this trade in a way like it, it it did surprise me at the time but again like when we talk about Jonathan Bernier it's like it's Lula Morello's done this done this before where he's been able to kind of get rid of these contracts or a contract that I he never signed he inherited from the GM prior that he wanted to just get out of it because when I look at the protection list right now when I say like Lou being Lou it is kind of true in that sense where you 
you protected Cal Clutterbuck and Matt Martin, but you exposed Josh Bailey and who was it again? Josh Bailey and Jordan Eberle. Whoa. Jordan Eberle, yes. You're ruining my transition plan. Sorry. Oh, my apologies. I just wanted to further expand on this because like my other thing I wanted to say was I think Andrew Ladd wasn't on LTIR because his mind was already in Minnesota from last year. That is a very good point. And you'll that- in the athletic, they mentioned that like he was prepared, or he's like, okay, I guess I'm getting traded to Minnesota. I mean, and it just fell through because like the money was garbage. Um, speaking of money, the, the Islanders have 12.1 million dollars in cap space now, um, helped by this deal. And if you look at their protected list, uh, they protected uh, goalie Simeon Varlamov, defenseman Mayfield, Pelik Pulak, forwards uh, Pajol, Nelson, Lee, Barzell, and um, Bovillier, and the identity line. I love it so much. Uh, Martin, Clutterbur, Bug, and uh, no, they didn't protect Zizekas. Hey, okay. Isn't no, he? Uh, they didn't? Oh, okay. He's a UFA. Okay. And he'll probably, probably stay. Great. Right. Exactly. Um, and you'll notice there is a defenseman missing, and that is Nick Letty, who gets traded to the Detroit Red Wings in exchange for Richard Ponick. He is uh, traded again and a pick. Uh, solid pickup for Detroit. It's a second rounder in this year's draft. And I hate Iserman. I hate. I hate you bringing players I want on the Habs to the goddamn division, but for Detroit, darn it. The Anthony Matthew trade is looking so much better. Which, yeah. so think about that. Think about that. He turned Anthony Mantha into what, like a first, a second, Jacob Verana and Nick Letty. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. I saw a lot of people complaining that they gave up the pick uh, to take on Nick Letty. But uh, to me, the, the reason I, I think it's a good trade for both teams in this scenario is that, again, the Islanders needed didn't want to lose him for nothing. And I think that's where the complaint is because Detroit did have a lot of leverage. Like Detroit didn't have to trade for Nick Letty per se, but – in Detroit's case, you need NHL defensemen who aren't 23, 24 years old. Nicoletti has one year left. He's 30. And you, you're going to play, probably play the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. And what that does is if he plays well, which he played well in New York, I don't see why he couldn't play well in Detroit, that can increase his trade value. Like, they got a set, they had to give up a second round pick to end Richard Ponick to get Nick Letty. And that was when they had some leverage. What if, like, come the trade deadline or January, we're having a discussion about, okay, what can the Red Wings do with Nick Letty? They can trade him for picks and prospects. And I just, I think the, there's upside here for Detroit and we know that some teams don't eye this draft as highly as other drafts mm-hmm. with due to the covid and lack of playing so maybe they're more interested in next year like if you go we've had this discussion Detroit has two picks in the first 5 rounds like each round they have two picks in each of them freaking hell not bad not bad like <laughs> You know what I mean? I think they can afford to give up a second and then take get back into next year's draft. 
you know, Seattle, uh, you know, you kind of look at Detroit's protected list, which obviously will now have Nick Letty along with uh, Grice, Lidstrom, Chronic uh, forwards, uh, Giovanni Smith, Jacob Verana, Michael Rasmussen, Dylan Larkin, Robbie Fabry, Adam Ernie, Tyler Bertuzzi. We were pretty close on Detroit. Remember, we, we had a big discussion about that. Yeah. I think we went with Lidstrom just because of his name. Anyway, um, Detroit, decent moves. Seattle, uh, probably from there, you could, you could probably see um, – being taken, by the way, now is um, uh, excuse me, Troy Stetcher. I was yes. a guy. I think yeah. um, we were at. I know. I think we were trying to say keep Troy Stetcher. Maybe um, another sort of young defenseman on the move. Ryan Graves was traded from the Avalanche um, to the Devils for Mikhail Mitsev, and all Colorado also got the second round pick of the Devils. That's sixty first overall. Uh, Pretty decent. Pretty nice little pick there. Um, they get rid of Graves because he was probably the one getting selected in the uh, expansion draft. Eric Johnson waving his allowed them. To, we talked about that, the defenseman. Uh, Colorado getting something for nothing. And if we look at their expansion list, ladies and gentlemen, I wish I hadn't have closed it, but they are really close to the top of the list. So it's okay. Colorado protect Burkowski, Jost, Kadri, McKinnon, Nakushkin, Logan O'Connor, uh, Rantanen, and then defenseman Makar, Tabes, Grubauer, um, and all that kind of lovely stuff. But the Devils acquire another defenseman here, Siegenthaler. Um, they're making moves. They don't want to be a laughing stock anymore. Buffalo will learn a thing or two. A lot of quality there. You know what I mean, there's not really like a guy there. Like Will Butcher, Subban's not really their guy, but it's it's consistency I find now with New Jersey and you know incremental. I, I mean, remember when they did all those moves in the offseason? It was like, we're going all in, and they didn't get a goal, and they did not make it, and they were bad. Yeah, not uh, not a great time, and now they've really stripped it down. What would they, they don't have a single forward under over the age of 26. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their, remember, oldest, their oldest forward is Andreas Janssen at 26 years old. Because remember when we were always talking about like just you know wait and see Nikita Gusev how he's gonna play, and be like a steal for them. Like now it's looking that like they gave up too much. Forget him from Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't work out. Uh, it didn't work out as planned. I, I like this deal for uh, New Jersey. I like this deal for both teams though because the what I've read about the prospect they traded and I what Mikhail Maltsev yes could be a good addition for the the Colorado Avalanche in terms of their prospect pool and they get a pick out of it. The Devils get a defenseman. Always good to have. And Ryan Graves is is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. This is really going to open up things, I think, when they get uh, Dougie Hamilton. No. The Avalanche. No. It's really funny. When I went to go get this trade up, I typed in Adam Graves again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn dad. Uh, New Jersey's protected list, by the way. Blackwood, Siegenthaler, Severson, Graves, Zaka, Woods, Taragovich, McLeod, Kukinen, Heischer, and Jesper Bratt, who I forgot was on that team. Cool. Not bad. Right. Uh, Dallas have been kind of busy, actually. Uh, first off, they trade Jason Dickinson to Vancouver. We'll get to that a little later for a third rounder, but what we're going to focus on right now is the Dallas Stars... And coming from Colorado, they have a young defenseman who needs to be signed. And he'll be looking at defensemen for the Dallas Stars, Miro Haskinen's new contract. Eight years, $8.45 million is the AAV. I think this is just a really solid deal for Dallas and Miro Haskinen, who is 
of those sort of three star defensemen, the one we talked the least about, aka him, Hughes, and McCarr. Yeah. Good for Dallas. I mean, they had a rough year and, you know, turning the sort of foot. Um, good move for Jim Dill to make. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I was very surprised they went the full eight years on this one. Um, just because from Heiskanen's perspective, if you wait three years, you sign a bridge deal. Hopefully the cap starts going up by the end of it and then you get paid. But in this case, if he wants long-term security, this is exactly what he's getting here as well. And I mean, he's still getting paid. Like this is no cheap deal. This is a $67 million contract. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great for both teams because Miro Heiskanen is one of the main bright spots in Dallas at the moment. That's what I was going to say. Uh, when you look at Dallas's history of draft picks, with the exception of Amir Heiskanen or a Jake Odinger, for example, you really got to make sure you keep those what those picks you hit in the system, especially when you have you're still paying Jamie Ben how much money, and you still have like Tyler Sagan coming back from so many injuries, and you really kind of have like a depleted core from what we saw last year. So they have the building blocks there; they can do something. So I'm just kind of hoping that. You know, things get stay healthy. They 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 find some something there because I, again, like I know they made that finals run, but Dallas to me, especially with what Jim Nils has really been able to build there, has just been okay. I mean, they didn't make it to the cup final. They did. Yeah. Exactly. They did. Have some respect, Corey Perry, exactly. summer team. Yeah, that's. Right. I think that was the downfall for them. They didn't resign him. I agree. Yes, I agree. Hopefully Montreal don't make the same mistake. Uh, Dallas, Doomed the eight years. Uh, no. Uh, speaking of protected lists, Dallas, Kadobin, Lindell, Klingberg, Haskinen, Sagan, Rajlaw, Pavelski, Hintz, Guriana, Foxa, and Jamie Benn. Cool. Uh, the other move they make, again, Jason Dickinson pick um, goes to Vancouver. A solid positive move for a, a good, just a good player for Vancouver. And Boy, do they need good players. They they really do, considering the damage that might be done this offseason. Yeah. He's a good penalty killer. Yeah, he seems like a genuine good guy. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. I remember uh, his draft uh, profile was, the defensive game has always been there. We just, we just need him to score more. And, you know, he's a great defensive guy. Uh, he is protected along with Brock Besser, Horvat, Miller, Mott, Pearson, uh, Patterson, Yulevi, uh, Meyer, Schmidt, Demko. Apparently, the the Rangers tried to do a one for one of yeah. Pavel Buchnevich for Bo Horvat. Yes, Get I out I, of here. I did send you that. Wow. Like, stop it. Hang up the phone. Add Lafreniere and we'll talk. Obviously, don't do that if you're New Rangers, but you know what I mean. Like, get out of here. What's Jim Benning doing? Stop well, it. Well, he, he could have said yes. That would have been really funny, by the way. It would have been horrible. That's a horrible... I, I mean, in my eyes, that's a horrible deal. It's a pretty bad. It's fun it's for the rest bad. of us, though. Oh, it's hilarious. It's great content for us. would have been great if we next time we get Harmon on, be like, so, we thought it was bad last offseason. He's <laughs> like, what on earth happened? What, what, did, what did he do? Mm-hmm. 
Very, very weird. Very, very weird. Uh, New York in the same breath, by the way. The Rangers acquired Barclay Goudreau's rights, and apparently they're very close on an extension. What's really weird is there were also reports, I believe, from Frank Saravelli, who, again, has been killing it. Apparently, teams were ready to offer Goudreau six years. What are we doing here? Playoffs are just... You can see bias. Yeah, I I mean, a bit more than that. I mean... Two playoffs, two two cup wins. Yeah, two cup wins. I think it's just he's he's just that that typical example we always talk about of like if we just really add these types of guys to the core we have already, like this is the move that we need to do. We don't have to go to the big, you know, we don't have to do the huge swings. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a move that Jim Dolan saw, or Jim Dolan saw Barclay Goudreau. They heard he heard. ESPN talk about him or something. And he called up Chris Drury and said, trade for this guy right now. Cause remember that when the, the whole thing, when um, Davidson and man, what's the GM? I can't remember that. Jeff Gordon got fired is one of the main things was, well, you know, we're not like the Islanders. And I'm my first reaction was like, that's don't ever make that comparison, please. You're going to ruin your entire fan base. And adding Barclay Goudreau, okay, he's not Matt Martin. He's Maybe he's not Casey Sezekis in the way he plays, but he will get into the corners. It fits the exact description that Jim Dolan uh, was looking for. Um, by the way, I got it a little mixed up. Uh, David Pagnotta said that, and Chris Johnson, respectively, had worried about extensions being close. Chris Johnson was the one who said that apparently um, teams were like six years. Dumb. Very dumb. Very, very, very dumb. He's 28 Uh, now, right? Around there. Yeah. Still, six years. Remember when the Kings were giving depth guys like six-year deals? You're like, what are you doing here? You want to keep the band together. You mean when the Red Wings were also doing it? Yes, this this is. They're in hell. (laughs) Justin Abdelkader. I do not get it. I do not get it. Um, Something else. So, Vlad Tarasenko was exposed. Not great. So, I believe... A St. Louis reporter, I think it's Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic, said that there was very little offers about Tarasenko, but Frank Saravelli tweeted yesterday that word is at least four teams were interested in Tarasenko at full cap hit, others involved with retained salary. Not sure why a deal didn't get done, but the relationship is uh, irretrievably broken. We'll see if Seattle take him uh, or where this goes next. You guys know I'm a big Tarasenko fan, but... Um, it is getting bad, and he's one of many a good name. So this is from uh, Ryan S. Clark. Ryan underscore S underscore Clark on Twitter. Breaking. Carey Price, Vlad Tarasenko, Gabriel Landeskog, Ryan Johansson, Mark Giordano, Jonathan Drouin, Yanni Gord, Tyler Johnson, Jason Zucker, Jared McCann, and, and Cabo Kakinen. I'm shocked about that one, by the way. Um, are among those players who have been exposed ahead of the expansion draft. Daniel, can you explain to me why Talbot got the nod over Kakinen? It's because um, Kakinen, like I, I mentioned this last episode, down the stretch, he really struggled to finish the season, like after he had a bit of a hot streak. And it, it's a weird thing. Like Bill Guerin wants to keep, like what Alex said as well, like, you know, that two, three year window. He's tired of the mediocrity. He wants to win now. And I, again, I meant, I questioned if Cam Talbot could really be your guy for that. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing where, Michael Russo mentioned that there's just that hope where you risk it that you're they're not going to tape Kalkinen because he's inexperienced. 
and there's a lot more goalies in front of him. Like that's just what was mentioned in the article. Carrie's old. Take Capo. Man, Leave Carrie alone. I I really think they're gonna take. <clears throat> and actually, it was Mike who threw me the idea, but who? Mike. Who's that? Our <laughs> Mister. I know everything about hockey. Oh, okay. uh, except he doesn't know when the last team uh, who won the cup at home though. Uh, <laughs> no, but he get, he threw me through this idea at me that the Kraken will do something similar to Vegas. And they took more D than they really needed to, and then traded them off. And I could really see uh, the Kraken doing that with goaltenders. Cause there's, some good goaltenders out there who they can take uh, like a Kakinen, like a Drieger, like a price. No, nope. like, <laughs> but, and, and then go off and trade the ones that they don't really want, even though yes, the market is, is quite full, but I, I do think you'd still get something for these goalies. I disagree. Don't take them. Take Drieger. Okay. Apparently, there's word that there's a three times three deal out there for Drieger. Uh, a trade that kind of perplexed me a bit. The Coyotes <laughs> acquire goaltender Aiden Hill. Sorry, they trade Aiden they Hill. Trade to Aiden the Hill. Sparks. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I, for some reason, I looked at Arizona <laughs> in the article, and instead of reading it from the start where it says the San Jose Sharks, it's weird because we all know that the Yotes wanted to hold on to Aiden Hill. Instead, they send him to San Jose for their goaltender, Yosef Coroner, and a second rounder. Coroner, who had been re-signed earlier in the week with the caption on Twitter, he's not going anywhere. Oof. Oof. That's, a That's rough. Oof. I Was that because of exposure? Is that what the main, why he was included in the trade? Pretty so, much. So they get a second, right? Yes. When the, because San Jose obviously need a goalie. Like it's nobody's business. I'm going to quickly get up their expansion draft, the Coyotes. Because what I would assume is if you look at Arizona, is who's okay, their goalies are technically, if you were to protect, oh, he's not on the list anymore. But the thing is, you have to expire, you have to expose one goalie, <laughs> right? Um, Rontanen is, is, sorry, Ronta is not does not meet the requirements, obviously, because he doesn't right. have term after this year. We know they don't, that Darcy Kemper is not going to go. So instead of, and I guess maybe the value for Kemper isn't there, which is crazy to me, because he's a good goalie, that maybe they thought, excuse me, that they could get more for Aiden Hill, but it's just with the timing of like how they really like him. They don't want to lose him. You know, Kemper's not going to resign there because he made it You're clear, right. apparently, and who would because it's Arizona. Uh, it's just a really, it's just kind of weird to me is all. That, that, that's why I was convinced that Darcy Kemper was going to be Seattle's one of Seattle's goalies mm-hmm. um, because I knew we knew Kemper didn't want to come back. He has a, a year left and they seemed to have liked Aiden Hill. So, and they had to protect what Aiden Hill was, was on the Daniel, you list. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 go. It's okay. I'm just, I, it was just confusing to me as to why they made this trade. Mm-hmm. I think it was just, again, another kind of, we, we couldn't figure it out. We couldn't figure out our list the best way we could. So how about we get an asset 
instead of trying to risk anything in the uncertainty that this guy gets selected. Because, I don't know, Coyotes, <laughs> it's, it's weird to me. It's like they're going to end up being that team again. They're just going to keep accumulating draft picks in a way to compensate for what they've done the last two years or something. Mm-hmm. But from the San Jose side of things, like Aiden Hill is a solid goalie, but they're going to be betting on another guy that could have a solid season, but it's never really been the guy. Because remember when they got Martin Jones, he barely played on the Kings. Like he had some of those okay starts or the stretches where Jonathan Quick wasn't playing. And then, yeah, he got them to the final. We didn't really, the finals the next season for the Sharks, but he didn't really exactly have the best numbers. And it's a similar feeling to me with Aiden Hill, where you're going to plunge this guy into really is another questionable environment in San Jose where like, they don't really know what they are right now. Um, there's just been an article that our guy Sarah Velli has just put out saying Price's health concerns, sorry, health, Price's health concerns cloud Kraken's expansion selection. Um, so I'm going to read that, um, off the side here, but what I'm going to do first is we're going to go to screen share because ladies and gentlemen, it's the two on one podcast, official Seattle expansion process of expansion and selection of your favorite players. As it says in their Twitter bio, first off, we're going to Montreal. We're picking Jonathan Druin and I am not no. letting us take care. No, no, I'll, I'll scroll be fair I'll be yeah. fair about this. No, you got to scroll to the top. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's it's weird. It's really weird. Okay. Um, what a transition. I want to discuss. I'm just going to quickly read this article because uh, I don't want to go off the air and be like, oh, we're peanuts. <laughs> Ignore that can. I'll mute myself. So okay. I'll listen to you guys and I'll, I'll click the players as we go. So just- yep. Daniel, this is your second favorite team. So I, I would like to let you pick. Yeah, okay. I'm I will pick uh, Jakob Larson. Jakob Larson, because he's a guy. He's one of those guys where it's like you only if we gave him more minutes, we'll see what he could become. And I think that's really what you can kind of get from this team because the other guys around that age group, not really most. Like I don't think they're gonna take Henrik's contract. No, not really much else there to debt. To me, and I think we had this discussion the first time around because we did it for the TikTok. <clears throat> it was like between Larson, Flurry, and Brendan Gooley. Yeah. So I guess yeah, one of the either one of them, either of them is is pretty much fine. Um, I guess next would be the Arizona Coyotes. How much fun are like this is just incredible. The the players that we get to select from, um, just. Uh, 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 Adam, I, I know you're reading, but uh, so, I don't know who on earth to pick. I think uh, from what I understand, well, first off, I think if you look at goalies, yeah, he has health issues, but um, oh, he's no, never mind. Yeah, no, crap, they protected him. I don't know why I thought they, they left um, Kemper. Kemper. Um, from what I was reading, I was honestly looking for Kemper. I'm like, yoik, but um, no, it's not <laughs> Um, I'm probably thinking, I, I, from what I've read about the Coyotes, is apparently they really, really like a guy like Tyler Pitlick, but then it's like, I just love Andrew Ladd. I'm kidding. Um, it's either going to be that or one of the defensemen like Australia or Labushkin, but I've just been reading stuff about how they really like Tyler Pitlick and how he's been doing a little bit of everything. We can come back if you want, because there is just a 
pool of a, it's a cesspool. Okay. Yeah, we, we will um, come back. By the way, apparently an MRI showed Price may need hip surgery. Awesome. <laughs> He's That's getting just... results later this week. But would yeah. It, um, would it happen to be the same hip surgery that Roberto Luongo and um, Corey Schneider got? Um, I, I don't know that, but oh. um, it, it, we were, he went to the U.S. to... Uh, um, see if there was um to see a specialist. So um, apparently that added to the idea. I wish he had put this out at the beginning of the show. Yeah, come on. God damn it, Frank, who is, is challenging. Okay, so if we go to the Boston Bruins, you're not taking any of the goalies. You're not really taking... No. Um, I mean, oh boy, this is not great. Uh, Jeremy Lozon, I think, is a guy people have been talking about. Young defenseman who has the capability of playing in the top four, apparently plays both sides. RFA until next year. Because yeah. you're not taking Andre Kasha. No, no unless you're that's willing. That's too much of a risk, yeah. Right, that's the thing is, are you willing to take the risk with Kasha? You also have Nick Ritchie. That, Jacob that, Zaporo. Yeah, Jacob Zaporo. <laughs> this, this is like you. You know, considering how good of a team Boston is, it's like we. I don't know who to pick. It's just it's becoming an issue. So I am fine with Jeremy Lozon. Yeah, I like I, it. I don't know if they're gonna go after a forward. Like it's. I don't think to me, it wouldn't be worth it to go after a Krejci or a Hall because you can always get them a week later. Mm-hmm. But it seems like Hall might stay in Boston. So, but okay. who knows? Because so yeah, we're getting G- off? yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, oh, the Buffalo Sabers. Good. Oh my. Oh my. Okay, okay. Jeff Skinner. So I. No, okay, it's funny you say that. Okay, if I'm Ron Francis, okay. Listen. Yeah. He skates like the. No, no, we're not even going to try and do that. Right, were you Were you going to try to convince Daniel and I that we should take Jeff Skinner? He skates like the wind. You put him in the right situation. He, you know, he's he has a scoring ability in the past. And I mean, like, I mean, who's good in Buffalo? Nobody. Uh, well, Jack that's Eichel. The best pitch I have, but Jack Eichel. That's who's good in Buffalo. Did have a lot of guys under con- like any of the young like other guys who are not making a lot of money under contract for too long. I know it's not great. Um, honestly, the best guy here is like Colin Miller. I think that's who we took last time. Did we stick by it? I'm, yeah. I I would stick by it. I'm wondering if we just we just cut this and put the team at the end. Oh, see how long it takes. All right, uh, Giordano. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Are you sure you want Justin Kirkland? No, I'm I'm yeah. sure they get their captain. Mm-hmm. Okay, Byron Fraze, one of the greats of both the organizations we like oh. on this team. All right, a big thing with the Carolina Hurricanes is Nino Niederreiter is apparently available. Or remember the factor: Do they go out and get Dougie Hamilton? Do you or Jay Bean? So the or thing Dylan with, Wells. The... Daniel Santano to the principal. <laughs> 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 uh, the thing with Dougie Hamilton is just you can get him seven days later. This is true. This that's, that's the thing. I, Projections I've seen with Carolina, it's they always say it's going to be a Nita Rider or a Jake Bean. Because so, I, I don't think we expected Nino Nita Rider to be protected, did we? We did not. Apparently, it's a cap thing. Ah, uh, okay. So, would we rather Bean or would we rather Nino? Morgan Geeky. No. 
No, no. Okay. B, B, we'll yeah. put it to a vote. Daniel, okay. which one? Uh, Jake Bean. Alex. Uh, Nino Niederreiter. God damn it, guys. <laughs> okay, hold on a minute. Wait, Adam, who are you choosing? I feel bad. Um, I like the young defenseman. And I, I just keep thinking about that Seattle want the cap. Like, they, they keep going on about their cap space. Yep. Um, just for that reason, I'll, I'll go with I'll mm, I'll go with Bean for that just because. Sure. Um, but I would be on their philosophy if it was my choice. You you click Jake Gardner. Whoa! <laughs> but if it was my uh, choice, if I was building Seattle, I would go for Nino Niederreiter is what I'll say. The Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, sacrible! This is not fantastic. Um, um, oh boy, Vinny Hinnestroza's up. Oh no! You know, you know who I could see them taking. Who is Malcolm Subban? He is a UFA for next year. I'm cool with Malcolm Subban. He yeah. was decent third year, right? He yeah, like he's a guy you can even play in the AHL. Like considering the goalies that are available, I just I don't see him touching the NHL with this team. But that also, there's nothing else. You don't mm-hmm. like Adam Gaudet? Not, not particularly. All right, Malcolm All Subban. Right. <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche. I look at Colorado and I'm like, hmm, you know what's kind of tasty? What's that? I kind of like Jonas Donskoy. But then his hair, his cap hits a bit too big, ain't it? I thought they would have someone else available unless Seattle. I don't think they've been rumored like linked to Landeskog, especially if he wants $8 million. You're not taking any of the goalies. No. Unless they no. want GT Confer. Like to me, that's the name that stands out on that list, unless they're yeah, going to go after a young guy. Just for me, JT Confer is the name that stands out there. You're not taking Eric Johnson. Uh, With leadership. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but you have Mark Giordano. Okay, yeah. so that's there's your leadership. Uh, and then Brandon Saad, UFA, Gabe Landeskog, UFA. Those are guys you can go after in a literally a week if you good wanted to. Con- good with Confer Dan? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, excuse me, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, I oh, Merzlikens isn't eligible. No crap. That's annoying. Uh, do we now? I believe is Domi's hurt, is he not? Yeah, he's hurt. So, uh, I believe it is shoulder surgery. Oh, wow. Uh, the poetry of Josh Anderson is uh, something special there. But I mean, okay, would you, is there anyone else? To, if you want to go after a defenseman, I would say Dean Kukin, but. If you're taking Max Domi, you you got to know that you got to be aware of the There's injury. There's really not a lot. I don't know. Gabriel Carlson. Is he? Oh, he's available. Do we go Gabe Carlson? I'm. F- I think that's who we also took. In he's like the-, the definition of like that first round pick reclamation prize. Perfect. Okay. See. Um. Sorry. Uh. The Dallas Stars. Okay. We look at that. Bishop barely played, but at the same time. Do they sign Alexiak? Maybe. Do we do a prediction that they sign him? Or do we go Ben Bishop because they clearly don't want Carey Price, so obviously they're going to want Ben Bishop. Okay, Ben Bishop. Uh, I really, like, I don't know. I'm just convinced that they might take Ben Bishop. 
Okay, cool. I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't care. Uh, Troy Stature for Detroit? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Nemestikov. No, no. Stature was so good at the, wor- the Worlds. Okay, the Edmonton Oilers. You're not going to take a goalie. I mean... Are you, you sure? I, I don't want... I don't want Stalock, Smith, or Koskinen. Are no. you sure you don't want Mike Miko Koskinen? No, um, I don't want Chris Russell. I don't. Clefbaum is obviously. It looks like not going to play again next year. Yeah. So then you look at the forwards, and I feel like the name that stands out for all of us is probably Tyler Benson. That's the name that stood out for me. Yeah. Okay. Unless cool. you really want James Neal, um, I'm just, <laughs> I, I like I'm, I'm Whitby. Lying. There's a good English Keep the expansion pro- draft. I like going with James Neal. Okay, Drieger for the Panthers because apparently that's yeah, all yeah. done. Uh, L.A. Not quick. <laughs> Come on, Kale Clay's an interesting one. Young defenseman. Brendan Lemieux. Brandon. I'd say Brendan Lemieux or Austin Wagner because they're kind of like a similar type of, you know, like okay guys you could put in the bottom six that have a bit of that toughness. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Wagner's just a lot more disciplined. And you're saying that over Kale Clegg? I don't because we have a lot of defensemen, don't we? We already have seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm cool with Wagner or Lemieux. I'm I'm fine with Wagner. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, he has the extra term. It's not bad. Okay, cool. Uh the Minnesota Watt Kakinen, right? Kakinen? Yeah. I'm go I'd go with Kakinen. Or maybe do you, Susie, do you like Daniel? Do you like Susie? Or are we good with Cap Kakinen? I'm good with Kakinen. Okay, that's good. Uh Kak. Okay. All right. Let's have the yeah, discussion. Cool, okay. Knowing that Carey Price may need hip surgery yeah. at 33. Not great. Um, I would say you're getting an amazing offensive talent with Jonathan Drouin. Yeah, fresh New start. scenario. New, yeah. Exactly. Or the Kool-Aid man for Kulak. Or a young defenseman, Kale Fleury. Or Charles Houdon, who is somehow still around. But are we, are we good with Jonathan Drouin? I'm fine yes. with Jonathan Drouin. Okay, and if he's healthy, would you take Carey Price? Yes. Yeah. I hate I uh, I hate how it makes sense. I can't believe I need my favorite player to need hip surgery for him to stay. But that might be the better thing because he may never recover from it. But I don't there is nothing Nashville. Hi there. Um <laughs> Um, honestly, like, like Sissons, he's not bad. Man, Matthew this Shane, is a, no. what about Jakob Trennan? Oh yeah. He's I believe there. that's actually who we also took last time. Yeah. So I'm fine or with do that. Do we go for a young goal? Ingram or Trennan? I'd say, I don't know. Maybe that's, it's a young goal. I'd say Trennan. I'd say Trennan as well. Good. Uh, the devils. Okay. So hear me out. Yeah. PK. All right. Yeah, it's like to me, it's PK or Will Butcher. Yeah, I mean, like on ice, it's better for Butcher, I'd say. But the yeah. brand, oh, you yeah. fly PK to wherever the draft is, and you're like, here he is. It's like Seattle. What up? I'm here. Yeah. It's hot. It's good for markability. Yeah, it for is, the bobblehead nights that you have to is. establish. Yeah, it exactly. Okay. Set the prices. You, 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 you convince me. Okay, um, looking at the Islanders, I am amazed that both 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 of Bailey and Eberle are up. Are we convinced though, or or do we do the lulls? Okay, there, there's two things. I don't think you're taking 
Andy, Andy Green, the bad Aho Witherspoon, um, Vance Sopel, Colborn, or Hickey. No. You're not taking Ken Appleby or Corey Snyder. <laughs> yeah, forgot about Corey Snyder. So if we look over here, I think it, it, we can clearly say, I, I would say there are four possible selections. Okay. Eberly, yep. Bailey, Bellows, and Josh Hosang. I'll say Josh Bailey. That's my vote. Oh man, my vote was Jordan Eberly. Yeah, I'll be the tiebreaker. My 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 vote was uh, <laughs> mine was Kiefer Bella. Oh my god, that's <laughs> brutal. <brilliant. clears throat> um, okay, okay. If we're gonna go with one of the older forwards, I'll relent and I'll go with Jordan Eberly. Sure, he's famous. He does a lot of stuff. Uh, we're at. Our cap that we've hit the floor apparently. Awesome. Okay. Um, we do need we need forwards, and we go to the New York Rangers. We're not taking Keith Kincaid. We're not taking any of those defensemen. No. So it's either Julian Gauthier, Colin Blackwell, who people had. I would take. I mean, Gauthier just got extended, but of all those guys, you're not taking Goudreau because who knows what that deal looks like. But. Right. I'll take Julian Gauthier. Gauthier. I, like I he's another you know big body reclamation prize guy. Exactly. I will take Julian Gauthier as well. Cool. Okay, if we go to the Ottawa Senators, you're not... Oh, oh, guys. It's weird that Dodonov's up, eh? Um, Yeah. So it's probably Dodonov or, because the cap hit's a little rich, I like Joey Decord. Oh, I thought you were going to say Matt Murray. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Um... What about? I have this feeling they're going to have such strong wingers and they're going to be in such a similar situation to Vegas. They do also. I, I will also point out Vitaly Abramov, young guy, potential there. I think yeah. he signed in the KHL. Young guy, KHL, probably yeah. don't take him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I'm leaning more towards Evgeny Dadanov or Dadanov. Whatever, if you guys want to take Joey Decord, we could do Daniel, that. Daniel, the deciding vote. I'll get, yeah, Evgeny Dadanov. I really, you know, words. I just remember when, what was it on Family Day when he scored? The, that when Mike said that thing. Yeah. That, that was just, that really still wigs me out. Um, I'm convinced, the, yeah. by the way, that Philly is going to lose G- uh, Shane Gosper. You think so? Just because at some point, like, like, because here's the thing with hockey. You, you always, it always happens. It is, where was a connection made? That's and true. Haxtall and Philly, and it works, and Ghost Bear was his best under him. I'm, you're not taking JVR or Vorschach. No. You're no, not no, doing no, that. No, no. no offense. No. I'm not taking German Rusov. No. <laughs> I think I picked him last time. I think you did. Yeah. Or Pascal Laberge. No, no. So I'm. I think it. It wouldn't. And it's only two more years. Four point five. There are worse deals out there than Shane Gosper. Especially if if Hex, um, if Haxtell, sorry, can get Gostisbehere to look like he did under him in Philly, then I, I would also take Shane Gostisbehere. Go. Okay. Pittsburgh. Jace. Oh, it's five point five. It's a little rich, but. Maybe you could go Zach Aston Reese, a good depth guy. Um, or do you go a goalie and get Casey DeSmith? I think, or Pedersen, defenseman, pretty good. Like in, in my eyes, it's down, 
To me, it's down to Jason Zucker or Marcus Patterson. What do you think, Dan? I say Marcus Patterson. Okay, we can go Marcus Patterson. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, okay. Uh, speaking of which, we need we need forwards. forwards. Uh, do we just take Tyler Pitlick from Arizona? There's yeah. also okay. Oh no, he's a UFA. I was gonna say Mike Bunting because he's one of like those up and coming guys that he's a late bloomer, but he's a glimmer of hope in Arizona. Mm-hmm. All right, do we take Pitlick? I'm fine with Pitlick. Yeah. Okay. Um, looking at the San Jose Sharks. We're not taking. We're not taking Martin Jones. Come on. See, I've heard that Radim Smek ain't bad, but I've heard the same thing. Yeah. Because like, beside that, like they just extended Dylan Graham, bro. That's a center. I mean, yeah, it's a center. It's a forward. We may need a forward. So I think it's either Radim Smek or Dylan Graham, bro. Gambro. Um, I'm going going to go with. I'd go with Dylan Gambro. Okay. Same here. Okay, cool. Again, we need four. Just to balance out the team. Okay. Um, let's just get this one out the way. Um, okay. You, so, so if you are Seattle, do you take Jared McCann, just under $3 million, you with, uh, sorry, RFA next year, uh, or Kerfoot, who has the additional year, $3.5 million? I, I, I want to say they're going to take Kerfoot. I do just because of the, again, you talked about connection with Philadelphia. I see the connection there with Kerfoot. But I, I just have this gut feeling they're going to take Jordan McCann. All right. Yeah, kind of same here. I mean, it just makes more sense in terms of age and cost. So I'll say Jordan McCann. I'm sorry, Jared. <laughs> I will remember just you. Just a great time as a Leaf. Great time as a Leaf. I, I always remember that era. I can't back. wait for the number retirement. Okay, uh, going back up to this the- isn't Nashville. Oh, damn it, um, this isn't Nashville. I'm gonna say Vlad Tarasenko because I just love that so idea. Okay, do um, you not think Vlad Tarasenko? I was gonna go him or Vince Dunn. Oh, I, I, it's just the thing with Vlad Tarasenko is the injury. That's what's stopping me. Do we want to come back to St. Louis then? Yeah, because maybe we can have. We have a discussion. So you're not taking any of the goalies in Tampa. The defenseman, I think it's either do you do a young guy like Cal Foot or do you take Yanni Gord? Because I love Yanni Gord. How about Matthew Joseph? Matthew Joseph? Yanni Gord, though. Wouldn't you take, you would not take Andre Palat? No. The thing is, Yanni Gord's a center, Daniel. That's my thing with him. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you want to help Tampa or do you want to, do you want to screw Tampa over? Because I think like Palat or a Gord would still it, hurt them. I, uh, yeah, but you're giving them $5 million of cap space. Yeah, but, they're, and, you're, but then you're ripping apart their third line. That's a shit. Yeah, they just they signed someone you never heard of. Yeah, exactly. That's why for me, it's Matthew Jones. You can't Joseph. hurt them. You can't hurt them. That's the thing. They're, you can't hurt them. God, I hate this team. Okay. We'll so go here's the thing. If you take Matthew Joseph, it force it still forces Tampa Bay to have to make a trade to relieve themselves of cap space. That is it in my eyes. Um, we, and you could be that team. We have four picks left. We do need a minimum of two forwards. If we look at the Canucks. Oh, no. Um, I know people were talking about Colin. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're interested in Hopi, though, and if they want to do their goalie thing, it would fit what Seattle are looking at. Excuse me to go get Brayden Hopi. 
I I think Braden Holtby. Okay, Braden Holtby. Okay. It's someone they can flip, They're, and even if they have to retain, you get value. You can get something back for that. Okay, uh, Washington. Alex Ovechkin. No, I'm okay. He's got a deal. He's got a deal under the table. I hope he leaves. I don't think he's leaving. Though. Uh, I hate to be the party pooper. What about Garnet Hathaway? Or uh, Connor sure. Sherry makes less than a million dollars. What? Oh yeah. Did they should... sign into extension? I think we take Connor Sherry. Guys. Yeah, okay. cheap, cheap young. Or we go to Winnipeg and our last forward side. Maybe we're a bit more flexible looking at some defensemen. But then again, their defensemen are like, oh, so nah. So let's just let's just come back to watching in a second though, because okay. I look at the forwards and I'm like, I want Mason Appleton. So do I. Okay. Okay, so we got you, St. Louis and we got Washington. How about Laurent Brassois, though? <sighs> That's another guy who could have replaced Jake Allen, by the way. And just, he's from Quebec, so. So, uh, defensemen, I'm not super crazy on taking either of their defensemen. So, I'm, no. cool, I'm cool with either a Garnet Hathaway or a Connor Sherry. I like Connor Sherry because yeah, it's I a low too. cap it and he's – Connor Sherry. He played in the top six before. Here's the thing. So we have about six ish million in cap space. Yeah. Uh yeah, we got just uh, like just under seven million dollars. Uh okay. so <sighs> we can't actually afford Tarasenko. Okay, so Vince Dunn or Sammy Blay. If we take them, yeah, we're about two million over. So do we do do we do I would rather Dunn than Blay. I think the off so the upside I. there is a bit more um enticing daniel okay yeah i'd agree um well no not scandal so we went out and we Are thought seattle wanted to be close to the cap or away from the cap as possible so what were you gonna say alex i was gonna say you sure you don't want scandela i'm i'm missing kind of okay so if we go this is our seattle team why can i not see this as like a lineup thing that's annoying to me can i change the view of this Publish the team. Okay, so in goal, we have Ben Bishop, Braden Holpe, Malcolm Subban, man. Um, why does he have a nullified? No trees. Kappa Kapkinen, Chris Drieger on defense. Subban, Giordano, Gospair, Pedersen, Miller, Stetcher, Larson, Lozon, Carlson, Bean, Dunn. And on forwards, our centerman, Jakob Trennan. Mason Appleton, Dylan Gambrell, Jared McCann, JT Comfer, our wingers, Eberle, Druin, oh, some modified, what is this? Dodonov, Comfer, Pitlick, Shiri, Wagner, Appleton, Gautier, oh, Joseph plays everything, and Tyler Benson. You know who the Seattle Kraken should trade for? Uh, who? Jack Eichel. I agree. <laughs> And you just, just uh, everyone. Exactly. Just that, that we're starting from scratch with Jack Eichel. Gentlemen, this is, is there anything team. else to end the episode? So I'm going to double check Twitter right now. Yeah, yeah, same. Do your checks. Do your checks. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. There is nothing. We are good to end the episode without anything breaking good all right who's gonna end the episode well 
As I pull up this koala that is a music box. Where's the panda? To my side. He's resting. Okay. Thank you, voice said. As always, for being a great platform for the show. Check out all the social medias for all of us, the show, Daniel stuff for CJRU, amongst other things, hockey writers, Alex's blog, my YouTube channel. The worst month in Habs history video is coming soon. Voice said, thank you. Again, I said it twice because we forgot last week. Yeah. TikTok. Facebook. Instagram. I think that's everything. Twitter. That might be the worst outro we've ever done. But no, no. that's fine because you, the fans, are here for it. 